Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Uh, Faith Ann of the Faith Ann Band is here, or at least that's how I know you. How are you? Hi, I'm doing all right. How are you? <laughs> Good. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I, I didn't know until uh, I didn't know until today, actually, just a little bit before the show, that you were going to be available to come on. John Hop would let me know that uh, you were going on his television program, and he sent me a news article, and I said, "Wait a minute, I know who this is." Yeah. So I've actually that song, uh, "Tumbleweed," that I played. I've played that on the show before, and I remember listening to you. You've been on Granite State of Mind with Rob a, sure a couple of times, I think, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, yep. So you're you're obviously familiar with uh, with the place. Um, and uh, now, are you uh, so in the band? Are you doing a lot of shows currently? Or are you playing out a lot? So we just had to get a new drummer and then uh, a new lead guitarist. Oh. So we had been keeping up with all of the gigs that we had, and um, now we're pretty much at a part a spot where we can start looking for more shows and booking more than what we already have. But August, uh, on the website, there's three solo and three full band. And then we got September, some solo and full band. And yeah, so we're definitely busy. We've got some festivals that we're playing. Well, we got a festival at the end of this year, or at the end of this month, sorry. Yeah. And then we're playing at a uh, home stadium in Nashua on August 20th, which is pretty cool. I've never played a stadium before. <laughs> oh, that's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Good for you. Awesome. <clears throat> have you, um, have you toured outside of this area? Uh, yeah, only solo, though, not with the full band. I've been to um, Tennessee. Senny Hunt let me crash at his place oh, okay. and yeah. set me up with a couple gigs down there. And then I went out to Arizona and got a couple gigs in, like, Bisbee. And then, um, yeah, kind of did some open mics at in Tucson and made some connections mm -hmm. and that type of thing. And yeah. Maine is where we're playing the festival. So the New England area, definitely, and want to start branching out bigger now that we got a, a lineup again <laughs> yeah yeah very cool how long has uh fredo played with you uh like two years pretty much the whole time that the faith and band's been around are we on two years or maybe two and a half yeah i know time time slips away <laughs> yeah he's the longest standing member besides me <laughs> right 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 yeah. yeah we had uh i love saying his full name uh or at least how it shows up on facebook alfredo enrique benavides <laughs> on the show and um, he told me, what was it that he was telling me to when he was on? You're you're building something, or by now it might be done. I can't remember oh, what yeah. it. I My bus. Your bus. Yeah. He's, yeah. I said you were building a bus. Yeah. I. It's like almost done. I have put a lot of work into that freaking thing, and so have a lot of my friends. And I've learned how to do a lot of things, and yeah, gone through a lot of tools breaking and <laughs> hardware breaking. They pretty much like know me at Home Depot and yeah. the Harbor Freight store go there all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Wow. Um, so it's close to done. Yeah. It just needs like 
I need to finish putting the ceiling fabric on. I got it painted. Like, that's where I'm at. Like, I'm just oh. about done. And oh, then wow. I'm just going to be decorating it. And wow. I've already been using it to travel. I went to Georgia with it. And we've gone to some uh, festivals in Mass. And yeah. use it for, like, during the day. Like, it's been useful right now, like, with this whole drama that's going on with me. Because um, whether or not I'm allowed to have my kids at my house, mm. I have a bus that is the house, essentially. There so there you go. And I can use that and that seems to work nice but i was hoping to you know use it for vacations this year and stuff but yeah next year <laughs> well, the summer's not over i suppose so. Fre fredo's in the uh, facebook live chat he says we're playing at the shaskeen this friday that's true that's right and so the shaskeen will be full band dank sinatra and wired for sound will also be joining us good and then sunday i'll be playing the kingston days uh which is um all weekend and our new guitarist is in a band called heavy foot and they'll be playing also on saturday and the new guitarist also plays saxophone so that adds like a cool oh. new dimension to the band so oh, we sound cool. a little different now and the drummer's different and yeah <laughs> that's cool um do you uh when you do the solo shows what is it just you and a guitar and you just yeah. um do, do you do a lot of the the same songs i i would assume the songs probably translate pretty well to just you know stripped down versions where it's just you and the guitar right yeah most of them usually my solo sets are like three hours or two hours so i play more covers in my solo sets just to fill time and you know without the whole band it's just a nice way to get more participation easier if someone knows the song oh yeah and i like picking songs that people don't expect to be played like i'll play some black sabbath and i'll play oh, some really? danzig yeah. and oh nice people are always i just started learning my favorite pink floyd song and i like playing that one that one's fun <laughs> yeah that's cool when when you have the full band do you do any covers or do you stick to originals we'll do with that? some covers but i try to stick to originals but we've been learning some covers you know to fill the time because having yeah. a band that can play for two three hours is profitable and oh yeah and good and we're writing new stuff so we've got like two new songs and then a third and fourth on the way so we're getting the creative juices flowing again which is nice because it's boring when you <laughs> have to keep teaching new people the same things and you're like okay i'm sick of just do it i want to write more stuff now right right yep. gonzo is here by the way hi gonzo <laughs> hey how you doing good 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 i'm on uh team faith here yeah yeah excellent <laughs> excellent yeah Show um, my support. Yes, absolutely. Um, so before, now you said, so the, the band, so the Faith and Band has only existed as an entity for two or three years, you said? Yeah. So before that, were you just doing a solo thing or were you in another band? Or I was doing a solo thing for a little bit uh, before I realized I wanted a band uh. to support the solo thing. And then right before that, I was in a band where I played bass and I sang oh. uh, called Ozium. And they have put themselves back together and they have a male singer now and i think they're booking shows again too so that's oh. cool so it's, it's kind of funny seeing <laughs> ozium back in my news feed because right. like i did all the all the media stuff when i was in it and yeah they're using the same like logo and stuff so i'm like oh well it's like weird seeing this in my feed again it's been like two years <laughs> yeah yeah no I, I can imagine now you were uh in the news uh, uh not under the name faith ann but uh, i forget uh your i assume your real last name in the article that yeah. uh, john opwood sent me 
But um, and also we have a mutual friend, uh, Gracie Gatto, who, oh, yeah. who, had, who had emailed uh, about this. But do you, do you want to just kind of explain what's? I, I'm I'm kind of just learning about this uh, myself. Um, but I know that um, you've had and you you alluded to it earlier. You said uh, you know regarding custody of your kids. Yeah, and, it's got some drama going on. So yeah. the whole reason I met Gracie and stuff is uh, because I was outside of the court protesting. Uh, a judge who made a ruling uh, on an ex parte without any factual evidence. And um, the accusations are ridiculous, like that I'm abusing my son, that I'm blowing smoke in his face and laughing when he tells me to stop, that I practice with my band super late at night and I make my kids wear industrial headphones so that they don't have to hear it. Uh, the accusations now are that I brought... Uh, when I brought my daughter her school books at the end of the year uh, to return, you know, because, you know, in the school, yeah. I brought her some Sour Patch Kids. You know, these two new flavors I hadn't seen. I know she likes the watermelon, stra stra uh, stra this, Sour Patch Kids. And, um, you know, she's been having a hard time, you know, with all this stuff. So I was like, I'm just going to bring her some candy. And I brought her a vitamin water and then like a healthy snack. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah. here's the healthy, but like, I know. When I'm sad, I brought myself some candy because I've been like, <laughs> when I'm sad, I want chocolate and I want candy. Sure, so sure. I'm like, oh, I want to give this to Araya and she can share with her friends, you know, and yeah, whatever. And so uh, they're trying to say that I had drugs in the Sour Patch and that I literally brought drugs to my daughter's school and uh, that I'm giving my daughter drugs and that I'm like doing drugs with my daughter. And um, obviously these are all false and they are not founded. There's no proof supporting any of these. Um, they're trying, you know, my son has had behavior issues since mm. he was a toddler, you know, like when he was at preschool at the Y, he's been having all these behavior issues and it's been very difficult, um, managing because my ex and I cannot co-parent. There is mm. no working together. You know, you mentioned Fredo. I've seen Fredo bend over backwards to help out his co-parent as he refers to her he doesn't call her his ex-wife or yeah. you know my baby mama he says right. my co-parent and i see him treat her respectfully mm -hmm. and i see how they work together on matters of their daughter and um regardless of anything about parenting preferences that is a big thing that i notice him and his co-parent co-parent their daughter and mm -hmm. the fact that he and i do not co-parent is mostly harmful i mean it's harmful to both children it's harmful to him and i yeah uh it's harmful to everyone that's involved in the situation or, or my daughter and her friends and stuff and um but you know when i'm asking for help continuously and things are being turned around you know i'm asking like hey can you please pick up the kids i have a show the other way like you how come i always drop them off to you when it gets turned into well you have time all you do is play music in the streets and screw yourself. You know, there's never a constructive conversation. And his mm. girlfriend has been spiteful towards me the whole time, showing up at my house to try to like stalk me. You know, she oh, showed wow. up at my house, uh, took a picture of my car in the driveway. Mind you, I have the bus right, and I right. have a motorcycle and my daughter loves riding on the motorcycle. My son likes riding on the motorcycle. So when I picked up my daughter for my parenting time, which went from prime, you know, primary guardian, we had almost split, but they live with me primarily. Yeah. Uh, to now I get eight hours a week because there's no proof for any of this, but now I get eight hours a week and I can't have them into my home. You know, they're accusing me of having drugs in my home, bringing up some drug uses from when I was a teenager, 
but you know neglecting all of the assault charges and his child negligence charge oh, you wow. know but that was you know never mind that let's talk about when her faith was 16 you know things she did when she was 15 and 16 and stuff like that so just so i'm clear so these accusations these are all coming from are these coming from him yeah and, and so it's here literally it's hearsay so dcyf yeah. comes you know, and I've been dealing with these because they try to tell me they've been making up stuff about me. Call, they called DCYF on me because my son saw my ex-boyfriend peeing in the backyard. And I was throwing, I was going through my son's toys one day and I accidentally like whacked him with a toy that I was throwing. I didn't even mm. see him. I wasn't yeah, like, yeah. Throw, you know, that got DCYF called. And one time, huh. um, you know, like I was, it was Mother's Day and my kids made me breakfast in bed and I was playing with my son and like in the cartoons when you kiss someone and then you pull away and it like pulls their skin for a yeah, second. Yeah. I was, I was laughing. I was so happy with my kids. Such yeah, a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I uh, accidentally left like a tiny hickey on his cheek. Called yeah. DCYF on that. I got DCYF wow. saying, what's up with your kisses? I get DCYF called because, you know, because I'm vegan and like, oh, you're cho showing your kids pictures of slaughterhouses and all this stuff. It's like, I can't do anything right. And like my son has these behavior issues, so I'm taking his toys from him yeah. when he gets in trouble for violence. He's not, you know, I ask him, can we please not let our son play violent killing video games when he's mm -hmm. getting in trouble for violence? Well, you can't control what happens here. And, you know, my son just got expelled again from the daycare he's at there and like oh. he's that my ex is having his family pick them up from school having the family bring them to their works he's bringing them to his work but you know when my son was having all these issues and i'm asking for help because i'm a teacher and i have to be there for the bell to ring and he's suspended from before school care and he can't be bothered all of a sudden you know and all through covid he got COVID and then he was scared about COVID and then my kids got COVID. He wasn't there to support through any of that. He went through like three months without taking them. My son starts lashing out, starting fires in his room, throwing things out his window. So I oh, take the wow. door off my wow. son's room to help, you know, I'm at my wits end. This little boy is a menace, you know, and I don't have the support oh. of his father. He's turning 11. 11. Okay. And so, you know, the message that's happening at his father's house is like, well, your mom does X, Y, Z. So she doesn't, you know, you don't have to listen to her and she's a monster for all the oh, stuff that wow. you're doing. So that's what they're painting in this thing. You know, my, you know, the bullying, my son got in trouble for bullying and then he's, you know, aggressive towards my daughter and watching my daughter and my son is very much like watching me living with my ex. Yeah. And it's like, my ex and I came to an agreement. Okay. Can Zeke please stay with you for, you know, a little bit more than what's in the parenting time so that my daughter can have time away from him we can start mending these relationships and be doing this work together. And if we were able to co-parent, that would have been a beautiful thing. You know, we had yeah. talked and discussed, let Zeke stay there, you know, during the day or whatever. And, you know, and then, you know, when school was in session, my daughter's like, I really want to be picked up on the motorcycle. And, you know, this, you can't do that. Your parenting time is or whatever. But he's scrambling to find rides for them when I've, you know, I wasn't, mm -hmm. I had, I've had full-time jobs. I've had careers. It's not a matter of, I am unable to yeah. or anything like that. It's because my son is suspended, expelled, and I'm scrambling to f call in favors. And luckily I have a great support system in Manchester, but like, yeah. I can't count the number of times I've called up a neighbor like, hey, can you please help me with a ride? I have to be at work. Can you please bring my son here? You know, their, you yeah. know, their father's not helpful. And that's like, I'm being painted as such a bad person. And like I said, like, I've had careers. I have a bachelor's in mechanical engineering. I was a high school math teacher I was going to say, to build a, a bus, you've... Gotta have some yeah, education. Yeah, I'm not. I own yeah. my own home. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I'm pretty intelligent. You know, I, you know, like, for someone having put me down for a while, and now you know, I'm meeting more people. I'm like, actually, I'm probably like one of the most useful people I know. You know, yeah. like I'm like, and I'm I, I'm a good person and stuff like that. And then just to be like gaslit into being told like I'm a monster and I'm selfish and I don't think yeah. of the kids and all this stuff. And it's like pretty sure when I had my daughter at 17 and rearranged my entire life to be a mom. Like, 
that was something I did because my daughter didn't ask to be born, you know? And now here I am with this beautiful, the most precious life you've ever seen. And you know, you know, whatever wrong I've done or like mistakes I've made, I need to hold myself to a standard for this little perfect being, you know, like she didn't ask to have me as a mom. So I like, I, I very much hold myself to a very high standard. And unfortunately I don't have a standard, not unfortunately, you know, unfortunately in the situation because it's being used against me, but I don't have a standard quote unquote life that people are used to. I don't have a nine to five. I don't, you know, don't have to put in for sick time. I don't whenever, but you know what that means? That means I get to sleep in with my kids. That means we get to have breakfast together. That means we get to watch a movie late at night. That means we get to on a whim in the middle of the week when no one's at the lake go spend the day at the lake and we don't have anyone in our way. That means we can go to these, like do these fun things and there's no one there. And it means like when, you know, it means he's not getting, my son requires a lot of attention. And if he's not getting the attention and he's not being guided to make right choices, the choices he'll make for himself are not always the ones that you'd want him to choose. And so when he's in a daycare, there's no way you can have a classroom or a daycare room of 30 people children and watch every single one of them like a hawk like as soon as my son starts getting poked he starts acting up you know and it's yeah. like if you don't catch that poking and you don't catch him when he's in that sane mind you know there's all these problems and so he was having a lot of trouble at his elementary school uh the public elementary school he was going to yeah and it got to a point like the principals suspended him for having a pomegranate because those people were so sick of my son and I, you know, for, like for having a wait, what do you mean? A pomegranate. Yeah, a pomegranate because he brought oh. it into the bathroom and made a disaster of it one oh, day. Oh. And the and the the lawyer, yeah, the lawyer, the principal was like, if you bring anything else, you're done, kid. You know, and wow. my son's like a kid, and so you know, it gets to a point where it's like my son keeps getting in trouble, and it's like, oh, it's funny, he got in trouble for messing with this kid, but where was everyone when that started? When right. it was the when you could have stopped it before it happened, and then they're all sitting at you like, duh. And then when it feels like I'm the only one advocating for my son, like, yes, my son is difficult, but that doesn't mean that we can't help him, you know, like right. he just need. So I had him, I take it, you know, we left that public school because those teachers were not working with me and it was just like ridiculous. And I, it's like, why do you keep suspending my son? Like, like he needs some sort of rigidity where he can, okay, this day, I'm going to, every day I'm going to wake up, I'm going to go to school, I'm yeah. going to do this thing. And when you keep removing him, like his education, you know, if he he's self-conscious about not, reading well okay and so homework like when COVID happened you had a nightmare he was lashing out because of homework lash he's just ridiculous you know all these temper problems and i understand it sucks to feel i would never call him dumb but it sucks he calls himself dumb you know it sucks to feel that way it sucks when you like it's not a matter of you know he can't make sense of well how come this word is spelled like this and why do these words you know and then you're mad at what you're mad at the letters you're mad at me right, and right. I'm not even though I'm not doing anything it's the language yeah so you know and you try to help him through that and he's freaking out but when he comes to school you know he would rather like he doesn't want the attention on him for being having trouble with reading he doesn't yeah. want to have you know when you had the kid in class that couldn't read that well you're like oh great can we just get through this paragraph oh yeah you know? oh yeah and that's where my son is at and instead of having to sit through that he'd rather make the attention about anything, you know, like make an inappropriate joke or anything. And so he's playing these. Exactly. And he's playing these adults. He's getting what he's wanting, what he wants. And now, you know, his education is slacking and I've been fighting with these teachers like, please. So Matt, I think, I think what, what happens in 
closed door. Like parenting, like if everybody was was under a microscope for every move they made as a parent, they would always get in trouble. Something would happen where they don't want other people to know. Right. Because it's like an individualized way of parenting that individual. Right. Which like which requires that style. Like there's people who hit their kids. There's pe- she doesn't do that. There's people who do all kinds of things. So when but if you took a, a microscope and you focus it on one person and everything you do is being uh, what analyzed and you know evaluated, yeah. you're gonna come across something that so the narrative would be that oh well I wouldn't do that right you know so it's like it's hard to like nobody's pa- nobody's perfect at parenting no one's perfect or, or, and, yeah. and sometimes it takes out of the box thinking to handle an aggressive child. You know, so yeah, for someone to come down and call DC, whatever DCYF, yeah. Yeah, yeah, on every little move, yeah. Well, I bet that person who called it did something in their life that could easily be reportable as well. Right, right. We, we all, right, we're and all error. It's all upsetting. Error. Like yeah. we all know that parenting is hard, and we all know those truths about parenting. So, what should be happening is, hey, I. I, I understand like you're struggling like how how can I support you you know yeah like, where is that support that comes from I know that you've just spent the past three hours having your son scream at the top of your at his lungs because he doesn't want to do his homework and he's threatening I'm you know my son's making threats that he must be here and I want to live with daddy and I blah blah mm. blah it's like when you're at your wits end you're like well maybe because I wonder how he handles your son I bet it right, ain't right. I bet it ain't mother Teresa <laughs> Right. I bet he right. gets frustrated and I bet he of does course. some things and says some things. And that's that he's not probably to shame him either. And I don't want to shame. Parents shouldn't be shamed. There's obviously a cry for help. That is really yeah. what's coming through. And, you know, you see the kid in the grocery store having a fit. And, you know, you just look at the parents and you're just like, yeah, they don't I wish know I could help going. you. You know, Do you yeah. ever see you two figuring this out and becoming co-parents because these kids are young enough where it, it could it could benefit them. Well, it, I'll put it, this it out just, on here. Like, if you know a good like, co-parent you, and want to reach out to me. But are you great. willing to, <laughs> you're willing to, like, work it out with him? Yeah. And I mean. Put I, it all behind you and just start from scratch? I mean, I want what's best for my kids. And right. there is a lot of hurt, you know. And I'm sure he would tell you that he's got hurt. Because no one acts like this when they're happy. You know, one's right. out to get somebody. And I know, you know, I'm part of the that thing that I wanted with the court. And I was like, can you order that we have to have co-parenting? And, uh, you know, everyone's got a wait list and there's all this stuff. But, I mean, I'm putting the work in. I'm trying to see where my ego is bruised and where I have any kind ego. of anything if and you, how yeah, I can let go of it. If you're willing to put it and let yeah. it go and he's willing to let it go, hey, you guys made a kid, you have them, and you have a daughter, you you know, and they're not even close to 18 yet. So, let's, yeah. Ian, these are the years where things can go left. But, yeah, hmm. I know. That's what's so upsetting about this whole thing and, like, my children need good support and it sucks like, you know, I say that to my ex and I'm like, they need a support system. And then he's like, well, they don't need someone that takes their clothes off and all this stuff. And he's like trying to paint a bad picture on his bias. But his bias is like he has a print company and he's a skateboarder and a skate company. And he's like giving my daughter a hard time because she got she pierced her nose, you know. Yeah. And, you know, people with nose piercings, he starts like body shaming that, you know, just like what. Really? Terrible- yeah, and it's like, bro, you are a skateboarder. You're, <laughs> and then I tell him, like, if your clients saw the things that you said to me, they would 
you would not be okay with it. The way he's like demonizing marijuana usage. And I admitted to using it in states that it's legal. We're the, literally the only state <laughs> in this area that it's not legal. I know. Yeah. I play music in these states. You know, it's like no different than alcohol. You know, if like even the judge in our last hearing was like, you know, not to be facetious or whatever, but like DCYF has a lot larger fish to fry. You know, that's why they're taking their time on this like marijuana thing. And it's like, okay, yeah, you're saying that. But you also took my kids. So, like, can we just realize that, yeah, maybe you're not trying to offend us by saying this isn't a big deal. But, like, this isn't a big deal, for one. Like, I'm not in and out of jail. I'm not in and out of rehab. Right. I'm not, like, I have a home, a beautiful home that I worked really hard to get. And, you know, like, all my engineering years and, like, leading up to being a minimalist, like, saving to be a teacher to make Mm -hmm. more, to make less money. Yeah. Preparing myself to need very little and live a life that... My needs are few, so my needs are easily met, and I'm happy, and I'm content, and I can show my children they don't need things. You know, and they go to his house, and, like, they get new shoes, and they get new mm. jackets, and it's like, I go to Savers. You know, I'm not going to pretend, like, yeah. I'm going to spend all this money on my children that they're going to grow out of it, or my son that just Mr. Destroys everything. Like, he's <laughs> going to, like, drag his feet through the things and whatever, and it's like... I'm not going to pretend that I'm going to do that, but I don't want to be demonized because I'm living yeah. a simple life, you know, and like they're trying to paint this nasty picture of me because I just like play music in the streets. But like, who cares? I like playing music in the streets. It's a lot of fun. You know, yeah. I've played right out here before, you know, Have you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, right in front of the shocking. Seems like he's got an axe to grind against you. Right. But it's the same. It's his people like his people are in like we're friends with people in the music scene where like his parents own restaurants that hire live music, but his parents were there in the courthouse when they're trying to tell me I'm bringing my daughter drug gummies to school. And those can be misidentified and the the packaging is uncanny. It's crazy that they would actually make packaging that looks identical. Mm. Like Sour Patch makes those? Oh, wait, the Nerd nerd Ropes. Yeah. They look just like nerd. Or the Wonka bars and stuff. But it yeah. says on it. Right, right, right. And right. why would I literally bring it to a school? Yeah. Like, yeah. how dumb do you have to be to bring your children drugs at their public school? Right. Like, right. that's just next level stupid. Now, what is the what is the thing I saw? So you, you spent a day at the Nashua court? What? Can you- yeah, so uh, when that ex parte was filed... And they're trying to say all the lies that I abuse my children, that I have drugs in the house, that I'm keeping all the blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. I present all these facts, you know, none of this is true. Like I have proof that says otherwise, you know, like I don't keep them up. All my whole, my whole band could tell you that mm-hmm. I end and, you know, I got to check my kids and I got to yeah. you know, very adamant about that. Uh, and, um, Judge still made a hearing. They tried to say, like, my boyfriend lives with me and stuff. But then magically when the ex shows up at my house, because I picked up my daughter in the bus and she's like, Mom, I really want to go on a motorcycle ride. And I'm like, OK, well, I'll go. I'll drop you off, you know, up the up the neighborhood. You know, we've got a very nice neighborhood that we live in. Great neighbors, yeah. all very supportive. Everyone has known us since we moved in oh, like five years ago. That's good. And they're all like, where are your kids and stuff? And, you know, they know what's going on. So I'm like, can I just drop the kids off at your house real quick? They can't come to my house. So I drop her off in the neighborhood with, with you know, up the road or whatever. Yeah. Go home, grab the motorcycle, FaceTime her. Hey, wear your pants, blah, blah, blah. Grab her some pants, pick her up on the motorcycle. We spend the day on the motorcycle. It was a beautiful day. We go to my boyfriend's house who doesn't live with me. Yeah. Uh, we watch a movie. And then they file another ex parte saying she brought she brought her daughter to the house. So she can't be trusted not to have drugs in there because she already. And instead of the judge being, oh, and then they're like, oh, and she brought 
them to her boyfriend's house and stuff. Instead of the judge being like, oh, weird, I thought the boyfriend lived with her. He's mm. like, oh, no, now they can't go to the boyfriend's house. And in that first ex parte, he's talking about, like, all these drugs he's trying to say I'm doing. And then um, in the court hearing, in front of the judge, admits, admits that that hasn't been a problem since I was a teenager. In, yeah. Um, let me clarify. When I was a teenager, I didn't have a problem. My best friend at the time was a stripper. And all my friends were way older than me. And all they all had access to it. And I never, like, bought it or anything. It was just, like, there. I never yeah. had, like, a problem. I would never consider myself an addict. Yeah. But he's, like, trying to paint this negative thing. And then the judge is like, oh, weird. Why would you even put that in there? And even though the judge said, like, oh, weird. Why would you even put that in there? Still made a ruling. Like, take this girl's kids from her. That Ugh. I've been the primary thing. So... All of that happening and me being like, what the heck? And I hire a lawyer. You know, I have, I make what I need and mm -hmm. I don't have excess funds, you yeah. know, and I've been spending on, you know, I have a loan that I had to, you know, make some repairs inside of my house, you know, had some damage and the porch was like falling apart and stuff. So I took yeah. out a loan uh, before I left engineering world, you know, preparing in case anything like that happened. But now yeah. all of that is exhausted because I have lawyer fees and stuff that I would gladly Ugh. be spending. So I'm sitting out front of the court as a protest to like... Dude, why doesn't my family matter to you guys? All my family is is a docket number to you right now. And, like, we had a hearing on Monday and DCYF was supposed to show up or so at least provide something. They had two months to do it. They didn't. So the hearing gets pushed out. I called yesterday, called the day before, called today. Judge on record said he would get something in by the end of the day. That was Monday. We have no orders today. They oh. haven't told DCYF that they want their papers. And so it's like my hands are tied. Like, I have nothing to do. And so it's like I've rearranged my whole life. So that I can have my days with my children. I left engineering because I was depressed about paying someone to watch my children grow up. You're putting your yeah. children in daycare while you sit in an office, like like wasting your life away doing something you don't want to do. So I was like, you know what? Teaching, you know, teaching was recommended to me. And I was like, oh, that'd be great. Like I'd get summers with them. We'd get all the same vacations. We'd, we got all the same snow days off. So I wasn't like burning vacation time or anything like that. Yeah. And it was great having the summers with them. And I loved teaching so much before COVID. Like it was like my dream job before, you know, the boss the administration freaking jerks. But um, and I loved it so much. And then like when COVID happened, it just was impossible to teach other people's children while teaching my own children with oh, yeah. behavior issues and then Araya's getting neglected because my son's acting out and he needs all my attention and Araya's acting out because she's being neglected. Not neglected, but like she's not getting the same attention Zeke is because he's destructive. Right. And if I look away from him, <laughs> who knows what's going to happen, you know? And <laughs> right, like they're right. <laughs> button heads and it would be a lot easier if they worked yeah. together and you're like, well, obviously she doesn't want to work with him because he's mean to her. He's it's like aggressive you know we're trying to work through that and yeah Jeez, Louise. so like that's where yeah. it's like i rearranged my whole thing my day is freed up for my kids and if i don't have my kids my time is still for those kids so i just went to the court and i'm like i'm either going to be sitting at my house sad and upset that this guy that's had it out for me and has been so mean to me for most of my life at this point half of my life this i met him when i was 12 and he has just been relentless just wow. like he just has it out for me, and I just, like, cannot understand. Like, he tells me, it's like, I just, you know, I'm disgusted with the life that you provide. And it's like, you have this image. He has this image of this life that I'm providing for my kids. And, you know, my son's playing, the, he's playing the adults right now. He's mad because he's getting his stuff taken from him at my house because yeah. he's misbehaving. And he, there's no co-parenting to be like, no, listen to your mom. Like, you're, you know, there's none of that. It's like, well, your mom is an animal. How could she dare? You know, it's just oh like, God. it's turned into something like that. And it's like, no, I'm not. 
an animal at all. I'm doing yeah. things like, wow, it just doesn't make any sense. And so, you know, protesting outside of the court, just, I feel so helpless. And like, I didn't necessarily expect it to make the judge like come out and yeah. make a ruling on my court. Yeah. But I made, I expected it, like, I expected somebody to walk by me that had been in my position and that could help. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, I mean, I've fallen into such a great music community and I met a lot of my music friends and open mics and, you know, at open mics, like, like I met Sunny at open mic and I mean, I met Fredo at open mic and yeah. everyone realizes it takes balls to get on that stage and mm-hmm. put yourself out there like that. And yeah. they, they recognize that they remember when they were starting out, let me help you. Let me help you with a gig. You want to play blah? You want? And so that's what I was looking for. The music scene here is good that way. Totally. And that's what I was looking for outside of the courthouse too. It's like, people are going to see that I like there, maybe they, maybe they think I have a day job and maybe they think I took all the time off, but like really what it is is my day job is being there for my kids. And if I don't have my kids, I'm going to fight for having my kids. Like that's what my job is, is having my kids and, I think it's pretty smart of me to have been a single mom, you know, 16 and pregnant, had my daughter when I was 17, still went to college for four and a half years straight. Not just like any sort of college. I went to engineering school. Like that was hard. Like I was studying. I was at my work doing MATLAB when I went into labor with my son at like wicked late at night. You know, like I would spend all hours like trying to get that because I knew you know, that I wanted to be able to provide a life for my kids. I didn't want to have them struggling or wanting. And so, you know, I, I kind of thought you had to be in this grind and you had to work your fingers to the bone and do all that stuff. And so I was going through the motions of like, okay, well, if I'm going to be a respectable mom, I have to do all these things. And then I did all these things and I'm realizing like, I'm unhappy. Yeah, yeah, I'm unhappy. I'm losing myself. I don't want my children to watch Boring. it. And don't yeah. So then I'm like, oh, I can, you know, <laughs> right, I can do this, whatever. And. <laughs> You know, I have a tutoring, I tutor this girl, not right now because we're in summer, but uh, I tutor this girl once a week. I still go to Nashville and I love, you know, teach. And her mom is also in the music scene, good friend of mine. And uh, we support each other. And, you know, COVID messed with her family too. And having her daughter be at home and getting a personalized tutor has been really good for her. I've watched this little girl learn so much. She's the same age as my daughter. So it's like kind of wild, but yeah, an example of parents working together. It it seems to me, and don't take this the wrong way. It seems to me there's a lot of petty things going on on both sides. Yeah. It seems to me that you're not sitting down with this individual and saying what's best for these kids. It seems to me you're taking to Facebook to get your message out. He's got people tagging things and like saying things about you. And it seems to me like that you guys are doing everything but you're like avoiding this big meeting. And what I found is when you, when you have that meeting and you walk away from it, it's not as bad as you think it would be. I bet you if you ran into each other at, and there was an opportunity to sit down at the food court and have some, you know, some RVs and with horsey sauce. <laughs> oh, it, she, she's a, you're a, Oh yeah. You right? wouldn't have that. Yeah. She wouldn't have that. <laughs> but, but you could have a side of talking. Yes. And you know, well done. Uh, that's really good. I <laughs> well, like that. Well played, sir. But <laughs> it seems like he's going around doing his thing. You're going around because your Facebook. It seems to be like you take to that to kind of 
you get frustrated. It's so honestly, it so is you're a like, last well, resort. he did this, and you got a screenshot on there, and it's yeah. just like some things that could probably on both ends. You know, maybe is, is there any way he would be listening right now? Um, I I was wondering that myself, but could let you, me make it clear that would I would you have, be willing to have that? There's no oh man, restraining if he order. In, that'd be funny. No, there's no restraining order. So get that done. Like, get I've that been begging done. for it. I've been begging for it. I asked mm. for co-parenting counseling. I'm always saying like, can we please talk? Can we please this? And he, then I get it. He ignored. doesn't agree with your lifestyle. Right. Obviously, he's kind of like not an artsy type. Whether it's but painting, he is though. He does this right. He does graphic design. Or whether like, it, whether it's website mm. work, whether it's whatever he's not agreeing with. Is giving him the upper hand in his, in his mind. He's above this. Yeah. So he can, he can say whatever he wants, and he's right in his mind. So that's hurtful to you. So what you're, what he's doing is he's abusing you in a way. Right. Because you're so timid that you can only reach out to Facebook through Facebook and all right. the, and these. Now you're stuck out there. You know, oh, let's get a two months continuance. Well, no, bro, I don't have my kids for two more months now. Yeah, that might not mean anything to you, Judge Wapner. Right. You know, Curran. But, but I, yeah, Curran. Well, my but Facebook I'm a mom, like, bro, and like uh, I'm out, and that should show something, Matt. Like to get out there and show the balls to get out and protest. Yeah, I mean, it's something most people wouldn't do. True. But Honestly, what I want from the Facebook. Talk to this guy if he could, if he would let you talk to him. I I I would love to broker that. That's what I oh. want from. That's honestly what it. I'm hoping from Facebook is someone that knows both of us be like, Bro. yo, lay off Faith. Like, what do you yeah. have against Faith? And lay off yeah. him too. Like both, both. Don't, I would happily don't lay off. Look, no, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> the only reason I'm making a stick of this is because, because there are yeah. literal lot. Like I hadn't even started being public until I was being told that I'm doing drugs with my kids and having DCYF at right. my house. Anyone and that's like, accused of something they didn't do, it sucks. We all have that chemical sucks. in our brain that we're, we have to defend ourselves. And oh, people don't act this way in the shadows. They only act this way in the shadows. And I'm hoping by yeah. bringing light to what he's doing, Absolutely. he realizes, man, I should cut this out, is what my whole hopes are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and if my ex was on OnlyFans, I would be more than proud because that means I was with a hottie. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? There you oh. go. There you go. Faith, it is a uh, quarter of. Uh, do, do you need to? Uh, you gotta. You're, you don't want to get a parking ticket. So yeah, and band practice. <laughs> we'll, and, and band practice. So we'll we'll cut you loose. But thank you so much Thanks for coming for in. Me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And if you want to uh, come back uh, anytime, and we'll talk more about the music, or if you have an update on what what's going on now, you know, we can connect on Facebook. Or... She's yeah. saying on um, the the Hopwood special we did yeah J John she's fantastic yeah that's what john Thanks. said too yeah yeah we'd love to have you come in bring your guitar in sometime and, and perform live for us on here cool that would be wonderful that would be wonderful but cool. um you know what we'll do is uh I've i like this song uh death mask oh cool yeah so what we'll do is uh that's pertinent we'll uh <laughs> we'll we'll play this and uh as we let you uh as we let you skate, and uh, and then we'll come back. And Gonzo, are you gonna stick around? Yeah, yeah, we'll do a wrap up. And then we'll we'll come back and wrap up with Gonzo. But uh, this is uh, Death Mask from uh, the Faith and Band. And uh, Faith, uh, thank you again. Thank you. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bath Fitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bath Fitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Hi, I'm Frank. 
I don't like change. And I just saw a billboard for this new BJ's Wholesale Club talking about up to 25% off grocery store prices. Oh, really? What's wrong with paying full price, huh? No, sir. I would not join BJ's Wholesale Club. Let's agree to disagree, Frank. Say you do want to sign up to get a $40 digital BJ's gift card. Join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only.